God's chosen people. Oh. Yeah, it's us in Chapo Trap House. <laughs> Welcome to Tunnel Talk, a no facts, all feelings wrestling podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Anne. And I'm Leah. And this is our podcast, and I was ready to transition immediately <laughs> into our podcast that we record. Anne, welcome back. Did you Thank miss you so us, Anne? I did miss you, and right there when we did the intro, when it was my turn, I was suddenly like, wait, it is my turn now, right? And that's why there was a little extra pause there. I did notice that little extra pause, and I thought, she's the one mixing it up this week. I had week. a little, little moment of panic, but uh, it's fine. I'm back. I know how the intro goes. It felt right. It felt organic. We missed you. I had a great time in Austin. I was traveling with my friend who I haven't spent time just one-on-one with really since her kids were born, which the oldest is seven. So it was very exciting to have a good time and eat a lot of tacos and reconnect. I love that for you. But I miss the podcast, of course. Yeah, this is our home. This is our home away from home. (laughs) We got to vent these these little tumors out (laughs) once a week. (laughs) Otherwise, we get weird. These these little tumors. (laughs) And we're actually all medical doctors. Actually. (laughs) Yeah. We just open up our vents and the tumors come flying out. Oh, Tony, the product's giving us tumors. Every day. The, the, I don't know if this makes it better or worse, but I definitely meant to say humors. Like, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that does make more sense. <laughs> because that's I was kind of metaphysical. <laughs> But like with with the stretchy jean thing, I almost like just doubled down and was like, "Yeah, we all have tumors that we just vent every every day. We vent our tumors." AEW is like the microwave. We stand in front of it while it's going, and and it, our mom is saying, "Please don't do that. You're really gonna." Hurt. My mom is saying that. She's like, "Don't watch this. This is bad for your brain." And I'm like, "I just get a couple of tumors every week, and then I vent them. It's not a problem for me." And the humor thing. Once at work, I made a joke because I was talking about how most inpatient pharmacies have leeches that they stock because you have to use them for something still. And then I was like, said to my coworkers, like, "Oh yeah, it's because when people have an imbalance of humors." And I have never had a joke land so poorly. <laughs> it was just dead silent. <laughs> Not a person. And there were like eight people at this lunch table. <laughs> I was excited because for some reason I was like, that joke must have gone over great. And I was I'd ready write. for you to be like the whole bus clap. <laughs> I, 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 was like, I, I took a second to pivot because I was like, she, she said the story wrong. She should have, she should have been like, oh, and then they applauded, you know? Applauded. Yeah. No, you guys are my target audience and my coworkers were not my target audience. <laughs> we do love, love a good humor joke. Mm. Absolutely. Humor the humor. I don't know what I said. I'm, we're just going to get right into the get right into the wrestling after five or so minutes of not talking about the wrestling. Ricky Starks opened Dynamite this week. Fresh holiday look, bounce in his step, deranged energy. Actually, I, I would say. Can I get some agreement on that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's uh, riding high on uh, a pretty exciting couple weeks for him. I would say. Yeah, I think he's having a good time. He likes that people are liking him. Uh, he's adapting to his new like life as a as a face i think <laughs> is what's happening because it's another face turn that doesn't really it like he didn't really change anything in him it's just that his circumstances changed i'm not exactly complaining about it but it is a little funny when sometimes i think that's what's happening they're like i'm still a bad guy but people are loving <laughs> <laughs> well that is what's going on with the bucks too and i like to a certain extent eddie where they're like i've changed nothing but now it's come out of the other tunnel <laughs> i know uh anyway ricky cut a little promo just kind of about like being the guy uh judas hit jericho came out with sammy guevara and daniel garcia also in some great looks and jericho offered ricky a spot in jazz and then ricky hit uh hit jericho with what manolo called some snazzy trash talk (laughs) (laughs) and i loved the trash talk I like that now you quote him like Manolo is famous kind of. Our our friend Manolo. I'm like on the pod, surely. I bring him up all the time. The next time we need a ghost guest host, we should like contact. We should reach out. Manolo, we need to get to the bottom of some of the things that you've said. (laughs) You know, that's not nothing because it is like he he really sometimes says stuff that I'm like, that's so funny and so right. And then other times says things that 
I, that make me think like I don't know I don't know you. You've been sleeping <laughs> in my bed for a year. I don't know you. <laughs> just a well placed snazzy. <laughs> a well placed snazzy. Oh, t- and then I'll just quickly. So then Jake Hag. Uh, so he was like, no, I won't join Jeff. Jake Hatter Hager uh, mm-hmm. snuck up, attacked him. Action Andretti came out to save him, and then later Action Andretti got fireballed and i didn't we hadn't seen that in a hot minute so i was thrilled to see the fireball i actually missed the fireball so i didn't see it happen and everyone was just going oh he's burning fire and i thought i wonder if they messed up the special (laughs) (laughs) i think probably others saw the fireball (laughs) so what do you guys think about uh about ricky this was delightful. It's like apparently all I want in a segment are some very creative and dead-on insults. It's like make Chris Jericho feel insecure in a way that he didn't know he needed to worry about. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it was interesting. Like not that – I mean Ricky obviously has like a ton more experience than Sky Blue. But I was thinking about last week when she just had those prepared lines against yeah. uh, Brit. And you knew that like she's had them written on her, the palm of her hand and was just like <laughs> nervously checking. I and mean, that's not how Ricky came off at all. Like he must have prepped all of that. But it came off extremely natural and like mm-hmm. that like that he was just like letting him off and it was looked he also yeah. did it was funny that mjf called him a dollar store Dwayne when he's never looked more like the rock than he did last <laughs> night that's true <laughs> and maybe that's he's true. leaning into it he might yeah uh i do think that ricky it, it feels very credible that ricky could come up to you and savage you with no preparation and you yeah. would just be like what did i ever do to you <laughs> for real <laughs> do you remember that time that like he was he he got thrown into the barricade and someone in the crowd <laughs> just said something yeah. to him and was like, and I don't remember. <laughs> it they was were like, you met, you, you messed missed. Up. You missed it. And said. it was like, your mom, your dad should have missed when he came in your mom. <laughs> yeah. Like, whoa, <laughs> that was locked and loaded. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Ricky also, I think coined the term jazz holes in this promo. <laughs> Like, not that, which staggered me because it's like, we have been dealing with jazz for a year now (laughs) and no one else said jazz holes and it's simplicity itself. I mean, it's perfection. It's perfection. Eddie Kingston has been feuding with them for 18 months and he hasn't come up with that. Yeah. He's got to be mad at himself for not having, (laughs) for not having gotten that one. I think, I think all of us in the IWC are pretty angry. (laughs) We have something. We have Everyone's something to be let mad about. Themselves down. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty bad. We as a community need to issue an apology <laughs> yeah. to each other. In <laughs> retrospect, it's so obvious. Uh, it was just so. I feel like it was like a real, like it was a real. That's pro wrestling moment where it's just like mm-hmm. this is so dumb, so simple, and so delightful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. So Ricky did ex- so okay so i'll set this up as like one thing i think we had talked about on the podcast last week everybody had said like ricky's hot right now so he's gonna get dragged into a really long feud with chris jericho that's just <laughs> how it goes yeah chris jericho even like <laughs> sent out a nasty tweet to someone about it like <laughs> you know and um but then ricky in this promo was explicitly being like i don't want to get like suck hold into your feud verse <laughs> i just you know what's you know what's incredible comedy is that in the schedule you wrote feud hole and then you were like I shouldn't have typed that but instead you said suck hold because that was that was an improvement on feud hold it was yeah. a huge improvement to say <laughs> suck hold into <laughs> you're really playing in the space and I I think we all appreciate it every day I say to myself I'm gonna test the limits of language. <laughs> Let's see how fast this car can drive. Um, But uh, so I thought it was interesting. Like, it's like, uh, what do you guys see coming down the pipeline or what do you want to see coming down the pipeline for Ricky and Jericho? I, you know, I I, I know, I know a lot of people were like, get a job, leave him alone. But (laughs) it like, I'm like, I think that this is going to be good for him. He doesn't, hasn't done a lot of like prolonged feud feuds where somebody is at his level and it can't be mjf right now although i do think he would learn a lot from doing that i think jericho is going to be like and i you know i in in six months i'm going to be like i can't believe i ever said that because this has been going on but like i think it's going to be really good for ricky yeah Yeah. do you think that it's a little bit like a 
I feel like we look at Jericho feuds by the end. We're so weary that we yeah. like can't think clearly anymore. It's just like yeah. we've been in the desert for so long. We're malnourished. But then once time passes and we look back, we're able to say like, okay, these were the good parts and mm-hmm. these were the bad parts. Do you think maybe one of the good parts is that it's like, it's like a, it's like a journey to manhood to, to crawl out of a Jericho feud. <laughs> kind of a hero's journey yeah (laughs) like it's like you've got to go so low yeah like ricky is a beautiful caterpillar like he's a beautiful Mm. caterpillar he's like really like he's killing it at being a caterpillar and he just got sucked into the thickest possible cocoon and when he breaks out of it that is going to be a fucking killer ass butterfly but he's got he's got to get out before he does, he has to, you know, turn into complete goo. You know, <laughs> absolutely, he's got to goo. Yeah, just got to melt down and then mm-hmm. reform himself in a yeah. way that confuses scientists. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Pretty weird and when you think about it. Yeah, maybe it's. I think with Jericho, it's kind of like that. All happens in quicksand, basically. So he becomes the butterfly, and the butterfly is like, "Where the hell am I?" <laughs> and the quicksand. So he's got to muscle his way to the up to the top you know <laughs> i get feeling get like with with jericho though because like he's doing he does so many things so well i feel like it's really like if tony khan just like cut it down like gave him like a little bit less time in his like sections and then was like okay we're gonna wrap this up in three months instead of six months i feel like it'd be like how lost would have been better if they had known their end date ahead of time you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i i do kind of think it's on tony khan to like rein it in and then i, I think it would be well that good. I agree. Last week, Sarah did say something that I was like, I can, I guess I see what the balancing thing is, which is that like, if you feel in which I don't necessarily like think that this is true, but if you feel that Chris Jericho needs to be, needs to have a feud at all times, he's your biggest star. He's got to have a feud at all times. You're not trying to start like, I think I said this, huh? I said this. Are you sure? pretty sure because i was about to say it again but not 100 percent confident i thought sarah said it but in that case i will say my friend Allie said this and it was like really really smart it was really smart well it could i i watch we'll listen back we'll listen to the tape and it will be sarah but i did think i said it that's the only reason i stepped in i was like that's one of the smarter things i've said (laughs) (laughs) we'll finish it what's the end of the just that you well you should finish it because it was the thing that you said no, it is just that I was like, I'm, I'm interested in whether Tony Khan has a reasoning kind of that may or may not be valid. And I don't know if I'm giving him too much credit, but where he's like, Jericho's always got to be on TV. He's got to be doing something. And I can't constantly be coming up with like new things for him to be doing. So I bring people into Jericho's orbit. Jericho doesn't go into other people's orbits. And that's how you end up with these long sprawling feuds. Maybe. Yeah. I right. don't know. I mean, I would fully buy that Tony Khan's just too tired to like be like i can't come up with something else for jericho this month like we gotta keep this going we'll just keep it going and then it gets too long but it is i think we all agree that it's like it's interesting jericho is very self-aware in some ways and like knows that everyone is like the feuds go on too long and still is like and yet the feuds will continue until (laughs) morale improves (laughs) but maybe he also just knows that like it's part of his cycle is to get you so annoyed with him and then when he switches to something else part of you're so happy to have something new from him that you're just like Chris Jericho is goat Chris Jericho goat (laughs) as always what is the uh, Buffy quote like why are you hitting yourself with a hammer? Because it feels so good when I stop. <laughs> <laughs> There's something to that, maybe. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Let's move on to talking about uh, MJF. So we got a little, like, promo from after Brian Danielson chased him out of the out of the arena last week where he was, like, raging about how it should have been his moment. And Brian Danielson tried to attack him from behind. I think he just walked out of the tunnel that MJF was walking into. <laughs> So, fact check. Uh, And then later in the show, Brian Danielson came out looking very Pacific Northwest casual for a little in-ring interview with Renee. This interview went on for a long time and covered some ground that I didn't think needed to be covered, agree or disagree. I agree, and I also think the vibes were so strange because, like, (laughs) it was a – like, I – I love Renee, but I kind of think that this was a job for Tony Schiavone because Renee just being like, and I'm just curious, like you turned on my husband and you like 
maybe abandoned my husband's <laughs> son. Do you want to like tell us about that? But like in this like weirdly like placid, curious voice that was just like I was so like I couldn't concentrate because I just kept being like, "This is a strange situation." <laughs> it would be funny if they started using Renee as if she's like a very like in kayfabe a very like angry on mox's behalf all the time like more than mox's you know like it would be really right. funny if she was like what the hell man because they're <laughs> doing that with soraya soraya like yeah soraya i keep screwing that up no, where like sure. she's 1000 percent on her side so it's like yeah just make her biased who cares yeah it'd be fun. yeah but it, I also was kind of delighted thinking about Renee just being like, babe, I'm on your team, but it's not my fight. Like, it's not, <laughs> you know what? Between you and, you and the and boys, that's, that's your, business. your business. I know. Yeah. I actually, like, I didn't think it held together, like, him talking about William Regal all the time. But I, like, had a little more patience for it, I think, because I think it's so charming that Brian Danielson really does, like, love Regal and all the stuff about him teaching him to love his alcoholic father is real, apparently. So I was like, oh, sure. Your male emotions. That's nice. It's nice for him. I didn't enjoy this promo because I wa- I did just keep being like, Brian, you don't go here anymore. The man <laughs> has left. So, and we, we already heard all of this. It's not introducing any new information. And then I didn't think the logic really held together. Of he was like, Regal taught me that actions have consequences by acting to betray my friends yeah. and help MJF become a star so he can learn that actions have consequences, which I now will teach him. I was like, I, I guess I've worked myself into one of those little Gordian knots in a in in a argument before, but it has no place in the ring at this time <laughs> for me. Brian Danielson's very firm. He's like, Regal is not to face consequences for his actions, but MJF, MJF should. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's my philosophy. Okay. He says, sometimes hypocrisy is the only way. Did you guys think that this quote made sense from MJF? When it comes to the reign of terror, you will eat less than you desire and more than you deserve. <laughs> no, I don't understand it at all. Like, I love no. it. But, I mean, I'm both Brian Danielson and MJF, it's like classic wrestling promo where you're like, <laughs> wow, those words sounded tough, but I don't think they meant anything. <laughs> a little bit of, we're right back to chat GPT in a way. <laughs> ChatGPT could start writing <laughs> wrestling promos like no problem. Absolutely. In <laughs> fact, I think Trevor Dame was doing a bit where he was having it write uh, wrestling scripts, but I don't think he asked it to do any like full promos. Maybe that's something we should do one of these weeks. Mm. Uh, anyway, and then uh, in the middle of all this, Ethan Page and Stokely Hathaway came out and they got into it. I think kind of as like MJF's middlemen with Brian Danielson uh, and also did some some really delightful promo work. <laughs> this section, yeah, I was like so delighted by all this because they called Brian Danielson Vegetable Man and said he was shopping at Trader Joe's and then he was like, did you just call me Vegetable Man? Like in a real bitchy little tone and it's just like everyone's specific personalities while, while they like deliver new insults. It's just like, I love it. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. And I like that like, there's not a lot of understanding in the world of wrestling of like what Brian Danielson is really like what his deal is. So you have people calling him a hipster. You have them saying he goes to TJ's. He doesn't go to TJ's. He goes to the co-op. The man goes to the co-op. He buys local produce mm-hmm. and he gardens. Vegetable man was fine. That was mm-hmm. right. But Hipsters, TJ's is so, so corporate for He's Brian a dirty, Danielson. nasty, <laughs> crunchy hippie <laughs> who shops local. <laughs> and nobody else is doing that in the world of wrestling i think is what we're learning i like that like to wrestlers they're like yeah those kind of people shop at trader joe's yeah Yeah, like that's where the hippies are (laughs) and is the hippie in the room with us right now (laughs) (laughs) stokely hathaway was like really funny in this too because he was like you raggedy bitch and like the most like like that devastated voice his his tone for that was absolutely perfect it could have like it could have like failed but like the way he said Mm -hmm. it where he was almost disbelieving that this was happening to him because also brian danielson was like why are you bald you should just (laughs) you should just grow hair and like (laughs) and stokely just being like you raggedy bitch (laughs) You know, 
he and Ethan both have great like faces that they do when they're being like triumphantly mean one second and then the next second they easily you easily have punctured it and made them mad I love watching their faces (laughs) go from like happy mean to just like flat like no do not deal it back I deal the insult I do the insult (laughs) do not give it back to me Uh, Ethan Page is going to fight Brian Danielson next week in Colorado. And then are we anticipating that Brian Danielson will fight MJF in Seattle? Is that what people are thinking or or not? I don't know. Brian has to do something in Seattle, his homeland, I assume. So I'm just trying to be like, what will he what's he going to do? It's so yeah. cute that Brian Danielson will just like lose to anyone. He'd, he'd love to lose every match he ever fights. <laughs> like, that's great. Just happy to be there. That's nice. You know. <laughs> He's just having fun. Because <laughs> as long as I get to damage another man's body, I'm happy. Oh, <laughs> as long I'm as I get to damage it. my own body. <laughs> that is why he and Mox do work well because both of them, they're, they're like, listen, I'm just here to have fun. I'm just here to have fun. <laughs> Brian wants to do damage. Mox wants to bleed. They're just having a blast. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, okay, well, yes, we'll find out. Any other thoughts on this? No, I mean, I th- I was the crowd was like really great. Like I think they were great all night, mm-hmm. but I was sort of like they're really mad at Ethan and yeah. I, don't, I guess I don't they're just really behind Brian Danielson, I guess, but I was like <laughs> oh, let him let him talk a little bit. Leah said in a tone. <laughs> <laughs> like who would like him but whatever <laughs> i do think it's it's really it's not the moment when i would say that i think the crowd should be that on brian danielson's side he's been on his absolute worst behavior recently. well it's funny to be like that they were so head up at ethan because it was just like i don't know has ethan been doing anything that offensive lately or in not that really. promo it's just like yeah no he's fine no but it was a great crowd though they were really loud all night yeah. which was a lot of fun yeah really thinking again as always about ethan and darby and how they brought out they brought out some real like (laughs) clear dynamics in each other where like in that feud you were like ethan page i understand your character Mm -hmm. and i understand some of like what you are dealing with internally Mm -hmm. in kayfabe and no one has done that with Ethan Page since. And I think it would be really helpful for him if he got Iron to do a little iron. feud where. I know. Yeah. If that feud had, like, lasted the length of a Jericho feud, <laughs> boy. That would I would have taken a long time before I got sick of it. Yeah. Uh, years. Years and years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's move on to talking about the main event of Dynamite, which was uh, Sheeta versus Jamie Hayter in an absolute slut fest. <laughs> Slugfest, and it's a joke because JR always says it. It's they true. were going so hard. It was so exciting to have a women's main event for the first time. It like, how long was it since Britt and Thunder Rosa? Like, it feels like over mm-hmm. a year. Anyway, but yeah, to have like FTR dumped at the 920 slot when the crowd doesn't care about anything and have the women actually like at a good time slot, and it was such a good match. Yeah. I mean, this match just like they went so hard on each other. And it in like a way where you were just like I can see them like not holding back and they're just mm-hmm. yeah I mean they're just doing violence like the men mm-hmm. and they deserve to do they deserve to bleed like the men so true our friend Mary who watches a lot of Japanese matches says that she can tell that um, based on how she wrestles in Japan that she holds back with many of the AEW wrestlers and that she clearly was not holding back with Jamie. Which is so cool. Like, I really enjoyed that they apparently both were like, no, this is it. We are brawling. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And they were just being so just hardcore and just like wailing on each other. It was so much fun. Yeah. Really delightful. And then there wasn't that much going on uh, during the match aside from the match with Rock. Um, But Britt was ringside, kind of attempting sometimes to interfere. And she did, like, really try to interfere at one point. And Sheeta just, like, hit her with the kendo stick and, like, just banished her from the ring. Uh, And so this was was Jamie Hayter's second clean, like, victory that was, like, clean, Mm -hmm. but almost not because of Britt. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, Like, it's an interesting theme to be doing where it's, like, She's getting the clean wins, but Britt doesn't really trust her to get them. Right. Yeah. Which would be very sexy if it comes up, you know, if they use that at some point and Jamie is like, you have to trust me to win. 
Yeah. And Britt's like, yeah. it's not as easy to hold on to as you think. You know, I'm yeah. being the I'm being the person that I would have wanted in my reign. And Jamie's like, you have to let me. You have to let me prove myself. Yeah. That would be very sexy. That would be very good. I wish yeah. they were doing stuff like that, like a little more, you know, a little, little more complicated more. dynamics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think like the three of us just sort of all like looked off into the distance for a second and we're just like, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Um, Sheeta was doing more promos this time, which was, and I thought she was doing a good job too. It would be doing some good promos in English. I was like, this is sweet. Yeah, she was mm-hmm. doing great. She looked so good. I mean, oh, yeah. just like the haircut and that she and Jamie are both doing like their, um, their two-tone hair and... Mm-hmm both looked great in the the rampage that she did the run-in and she was wearing that red pantsuit wow Mm. (laughs) love that so the other thing that's going on in the women's division right now is that Britt and jamie i think we did talk about this at one point i don't know how much we got into it are supposed to have this tag team match in la which is like first or second week of january is that right second yeah Second or third? First, second, or third week of January, <laughs> one of the weeks of January. Uh, and that's going to be against Soraya and a mystery partner. And so everybody is speculating about who the mystery partner might be. And the speculation is all based right now on um, pretty much like Sasha Banks, I guess, is going to be a free mm-hmm. agent from WWE, is going to be a free agent in January. So people are i don't even know if it's worth getting into this that much i just find it interesting that it's like everyone is like we think it's going to be sasha banks because that would be a really big name they're setting it up way ahead of time that it's like she has to choose a partner who will it be and that they're like AEW hasn't done anything to be like no it's not sasha banks yeah which it seems like they should have done by this point if it's not going to be they Sasha Banks. They definitely should, because if it's not, they're really setting themselves and up I, for a lot of disappointment. But, like, also AEW is so kind of incompetent about promotion that I wouldn't be surprised well, if they just were well, like, surprise, think, it's, you know. I think historically they've always denied it when it was false and refused to mm-hmm. comment when it was true. Yeah. So, I mean, it like, they have been careful about that. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, it's one of those things where, like, as, as what what little I know about Sasha Banks, she looks very cool. She's apparently got a lot of cool friends, uh, fans. They've got a, like, they, they it would be nice to have more people that are very good at wrestling. But I don't, like, love the way that she's shaking out with, like, the WWE wrestlers versus the AEW originals. It makes me feel territorial in a way that I don't really need to. Like yeah. I don't like they're all they're all on my television screen and all are you know please ladies win me over but like they're setting it up in a way that I'm just sort of like well now I'm like not as disposed to welcome you as I could be because now I feel weird vibes right I still am though it's like I would prefer her not to be teamed up with Soraya because Soraya has not been a lot of fun. But, um, you know, if she was teaming with, like, Athena or something from WWE, I don't think it would bother me particularly. I don't know. I haven't been real WWE activated the last month or two. I feel like I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I just think it's hard. Like, the, in some ways, like, Tony set himself up for problems with this based on stuff he did. And in some ways, like, all the punk stuff, and, and we'll talk about some other stuff later, like, is feeding it and... I don't know that he can really do anything about it. I agree. I don't really want, it's just hard when it's like, so you're going to pair them together and it either has to be like on purpose or it's just by accident. And we're like reading it onto it. I don't think I'm saying anything that sensical. It's not exactly what I'd prefer, but no, no, no. I think that's exactly right. That like either they lean in and make it a story in which case like, yes, please take me on a journey mm-hmm. or they don't. And it's just the thing that I am projecting onto it and I feel uncomfortable about it and I want to talk about it. But at the yeah. same time, I want to embrace the women's division. And so then I feel guilty about having reservations and then it's just like not fun, but maybe I it'll be fine. We're also in a slightly funny space where like after Britain Soraya's match, they were 
I guess Soraya was the one who was like, we weren't even doing heel and face stuff. We just, Britt was just teaching me about this thing called storytelling. That's where like, <laughs> you like talk about like your feelings and like, you know, like what might be, it was crazy to me. I'd never heard of it before. And <laughs> so now I'm just like, okay, well, I don't know what any of you, like you guys need to cook that and come back when it's cooked. Soraya's <laughs> like vibe around Brit is so funny because like, what I'm seeing on the TV is like normal. And then every single time she talks to a reporter outside of TV, she's like, Brit is so beautiful and she's so nice. And she's like so hot, helpful to me. She like, she like tells me where the locker room is and she like shows me where to put <laughs> And I want to kiss her on the mouth. And I can't find my way around on my own. And That's like her vibe where she's like, I don't know. I don't know where anything is. And she just helps me. <laughs> Soraya, should we start a rumor that Soraya is like a bushy and like she needs someone to like get her to the airport? <laughs> She's just wandering around San Antonio, wherever they were, and just be like, help, help. And Britt's like, why did you tweet? Why did you call me? Oh my gosh. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. The, I guess we'll see what happens. Should we leave it there? Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about our beautiful elite. Let's talk about our beautiful, beautiful elite boys who, and I would like to start with this, all wore shirts on TV this <laughs> week. Thoughts? Well, I didn't I like it. on it when they came out and you guys were like, oh, don't worry, they'll take them off. And then they okay, did not. You have to admit that you could picture in your head when we said it, like they've done it before. They come out with the clothes on, the clothes come off. It's not like we invented it out of nowhere. Yeah. And they had, they, like, it's not like a uh, Chuck Taylor thing where it's like he doesn't want you to see him. It's like the elite want you to appreciate them. So I just wasn't concerned. But then, like, no. they just kept staying clothed. It's like, what, did they think it was, like, inappropriate at Christmas <laughs> to show Titty? they were worried about the barbed wire, actually. Oh, they didn't want to hurt their beautiful skin? Not before Christmas. <laughs> not before Christmas. You got to take photos. Well, Nick bled all over his face. So <laughs> why he's worried about a Christmas spot. <laughs> They're taking shirtless photos for their Christmas cards they send out with their families. It's so funny to me. all scratched up. I guess you're right. Because I guess, um, was everybody in Death Triangle body covered too? No, they weren't actually. Damn I don't it. Think, um, did they get barbed wire? I don't think, I don't think they did. I mean, no. Kenny got it like stuck <sighs> to his shirt, you know? Okay, the well, he was protecting oh my God. his chest and then, the, then. You're right. The ref had to untangle yeah. him and pretend <laughs> that it was, like, not something he was doing. <laughs> the ref was like, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just, just getting just rid of this. Ref just stuff. doing regulation stuff. Yeah. More no, evidence no. for my theory that Kenny is a poodle. And he, got, <laughs> he gets trapped in a brambly hedge. And it's just, like, howling. And the ref is like, Matt's Kenny, when you're wriggling him. like that, I can't get you out safely. <laughs> <laughs> Cart him off to the vet and shave him down. You want to talk about you want to talk about Kenny's mats right away too, maybe. Yeah, it was yeah. the most upsetting thing that happened in that it's match. I think rough. it's rough. Well, describe describe what you saw with your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so he came out wearing a bun, which was yeah. cute. It was cute. They yeah. all came down the, the ramp looking very good. We should sh we should give a little little uh, award to oops. Nick because Nick had beautiful hair. But the well, three of them, the three of them looked good. I have, a, there. I have a theory. I'll, I'll get to it later about the hair, but go on. Yeah, so so Kenny had this beautiful this bun, um, and then at a certain point, the hair tie came out, and his hair just stayed in that shape um, <laughs> by itself <laughs> because it's one giant mat is what it looks like. He's not I showering. Said, <laughs> I said that he was it was flopping like that toy mm. with the mounted fish that sings. <laughs> <laughs> the Billy Bat. The <laughs> Billy Bass. He just kept flopping back and oh forth. God. <laughs> oh, Kenny. Wouldn't have been surprised if that hair had started singing a rollicking song. <laughs> no. Wow. Kenny. Okay. I'm going to have nightmares about that tonight. <laughs> God. Well, the other stuff that's going on with Kenny is that he, Kenny, so Kenny had a singles match on AEW Dark. And in the middle of the singles match, he started yelling about uh, Ibushi. Yeah, he said, uh, you're not Will Ospreay, you're not Ibushi, and then he, like, 
went nuts. Then he went nuts. His hair looked bad then, too. But anyway, so he brought that up, and then on BTE, he talked about his destroyed psyche, <laughs> briefly, <laughs> and looking quite languid. But, but I think it all kind of seems to be adding up to it. It's like, oh, Kenny is going to be experiencing emotional dysregulation, um, or he is experiencing it, and perhaps his ex-boyfriend will come and cause him to experience more of it. Who can say? Started thinking about his ex a lot, and he stopped showering. He stopped shares <laughs> in a situation. Well, it's so. dangerous to get in the shower when you're thinking about your ex. I think it's a lot of time just to think. Yeah, <laughs> you can't be alone with those thoughts. You've got to run from them. <laughs> and so I think he it might be he might be running a lot, actually sweating a lot, uh, just leaving it up in the bun all the time. So it, that's why it's holding the shape. Um, the spirit. I've been saying now for the past day resides in the hair. Do you agree? <laughs> the higher the hair, the closer to God. Yeah. I mean. So true. But then, so that the more matted the hair, mm. the more miserable with God. The more matted the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're on to something here. Uh, this was a real, so this, we're back to the DQ match. This was a real, they did a comedy DQ match, and yeah. it was Christmas themed, which is their favorite thing to do. So I was like, I'm glad that you, I'm glad you got to do it. And I, I think the crowd really enjoyed it. What did you guys think? I thought it was the weakest of the matches mm-hmm. so far. I still had fun, but it wasn't my, it wasn't my favorite one. I think there was possibly just too many men in the ring for how many, like, comedy props i was seeing <laughs> like and also like the fact that they introduced the christmas tree during pitcher and pitcher really added just a level of absurdity where because like i looked Very down true. and then i looked back up and like Pac was like holding a christmas tree <laughs> what are we doing yeah, yeah we- i agree like i had fun but um i also felt kind of like um like there were a lot of props and i felt like they kind of weren't using them maybe creatively enough like i felt like if like a more like maybe if best friends had been doing it like they would have done like weird things with the props but it was just kind of like oh you're hitting people with tinsel like nothing was that funny you know even though it was like a comedy match it felt like they didn't quite commit to it it's yeah. like you either have to yeah. like really really commit or you need to like lean into the joke and be like mm-hmm. Yes, of course, we all know that this doesn't hurt. But instead, like, of course, I loved it when Matt dove in front of Nick to protect him. But then he, like, protected yeah. him from getting gently thwapped with, like, a, a big with the dusty like, garland. Yeah, right. Like, like you'd hit your brother with in second grade. Yeah. yeah, so none of it was like that. Like, they didn't commit, but they also weren't winking enough either. Yeah. So I don't know. I think what? that's right. Should have gone you, one way or the other. Yeah. Do you think they, they should have worn the... um? And you know, in Mean Girls, when they do the song on stage, <laughs> <laughs> do we think they should have worn that? Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird audience to ask that question. Could you th- you way. think that maybe I kind of know that? Yes, we all agree um, they should have worn. Imagine that. if me and Anne were like, Allie, come on, Girls. grow up. <laughs> Allie, have some respect for their dignity. Allie, come on, these are professional wrestlers. This is, are you kidding me? Yeah, and I'm a professional pervert, so I have to ask the question, okay? Um, Okay, well, I agree. Uh, I think that there also is a little issue where I have never seen a barbed wire match where I thought, this looks cool, really? (laughs) I always think, like, barbed wire doesn't, like, I understand I don't want to get hit with it. Like, I get that intellectually. Mm -hmm. But when I'm watching it, I'm just like, "Eh, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Because it never looks like the barbs are doing anything. Like, they really... It looks doctored, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and then they do the stuff with, like, the trash can, and it's always like, this trash can brought to you by Reynolds Wrap. Like, it just, like, (laughs) immediately collapses, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. For some reason, I had really expected them to leave the ring more. Uh, I don't know why. I guess I was thinking about, for some reason, I was thinking about when they had that, uh, was it the trios match with um, Jungle Express and Christian Cage at all, no, what did we just watch? Full Gear 2021. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I thought they were going to be like on the move a bit (laughs) more. That might have, I mean, honestly, that might have helped because when they're on the move, then the camera focuses on just the two people that are doing that specific specific spot. And that might have helped a little bit with, like, feeling like it was just, like, a lot of, like, 
comedy like six men and two yeah. elves and a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Like and a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. I no. couldn't yeah. I could not in any way process Brandon Cutler. I kept being like, this can't be happening. No. Like <laughs> of all the things that I'm seeing, I don't like it and I don't <laughs> no, I don't care for it. That it's I rejected. Brandon Cutler is usually a pretty good physical comedian, but yeah, I was. It I was, was too much. It was it, it was, was gilding. Much. It was gilding the lily. Mm-hmm. The lily um, was extremely. The lily had been dipped in guilt. <laughs> Let's yeah. put it that way. Collapsed in on itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like covered in guilt. <laughs> I will say that I did laugh pretty hard at commentary because they just went on this yeah. entire journey <laughs> where they were like, "Yeah, um, oh, oh, peanut P- Penta's got a little. He's got a little hammer. <gasps> Ooh, and and Pax got." There's, so there's two hammers, and they're legal. Just to remind you, they're legal, and there are two hammers in the ring. So two of the oh my god, there's a third one. Commentary was doing some of their best work. They were like, "There's an elf in the ring. There's an elf in the ring." That was very funny. <laughs> there's yes, two elves. Leah, I want to be so clear that I misspeak a lot on this podcast, and so I I don't ever want to call someone else for it, except when you called Penta Peanut just now, <laughs> which I now will be calling him quite a bit so my weird. little buddy peanut it's because peanut is my property manager and i was texting with her earlier what <laughs> my for my building and her it's, name is it's peanut? not important yeah her name is peanut okay. peanut yeah, yeah. Pe- i mean it's oh, her name no. not peanut peanut right. no like p-i-n-a yeah, but I'm calling him Peanut now, <laughs> to be clear. I thought your property manager was asking you to call her Peanut, and I was like, I don't know. It seems intimate. <laughs> okay. You know, um, we talked earlier about how producer Marjorie possibly is whispering about how stupid we are. <laughs> and she, we don't know because she's muted. This is one of those moments where this she's like, This is the week to find out. These fucking idiots. <laughs> Well, I do want to be clear that I did enjoy this match very much. I had a great time. I'm the, I'm like the, um, you know, I'm the audience. I'm the audience for the match. I had a good time. But I agree. I think that it was like the least impactful of their matches thus far. What is the next one? What's the special theme of next week? Ladder match is the last one. Yeah. I should so know next that. week is (laughs) 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 got it no i don't no i don't know i'm not either falls Um, down anywhere oh Oh, right right, okay that's not our show i mean it is one of those things where like the young bucks get well the elite get held up to the standards created by the elite which which ends up being really unfair and i think if this was just a random match on dynamite i think we all would have been like way kinder and had like way different expectations but we hold holding them up against the other matches that they've done is like yeah we're like this wasn't the best one they've done but it's still it's still way better than anything else we're regularly seeing well it's just hard to keep like in a best of seven you know to try to get like every match can't be like better than the match before so it's fine if match five is like you know the weakest but still good yeah one of them has to be the worst exactly yeah so Next week, go crazy, boys. <laughs> okay, let's just briefly talk about what is going on with the, the nascent trios division. Um, so, well, actually, this isn't trios. So, it's best friends in trios. So, A, we watched Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, and Dustin Rhodes fight the Butcher, the Blade, Trent Seven, and Kip Sabian in an eight-man tag on Rampage. Um, which I'm only bringing up because I actually do want to raise this point that I have about so Dustin's hair also was looking really like actually had some body and gloss. <laughs> and I thought to myself, you know how when you join like um, one of those like really ritzy gyms and they have Kiehl's bath and body products in the showers? <laughs> well, I thought to myself, they're all in Texas. What if what if they have Kiehl's in the showers, in the dressing rooms in Texas? <laughs> and that's why wow. Nick and Dustin both for once in their GD lives had a little body to their hair this week. Mm. I love that. That's it's not, quite a theory. Yeah, it's not nothing. It's not nothing. You know what's so interesting about that is that I, I don't think there's many things that both Nick and Dustin have in common, <laughs> but I think that both of them, if you said that to them, they'd be like, I'm never going to do it again. 
<laughs> that's so true. Yeah. Your compliments like, mean nothing to me. Eyes oh, it made curves. you sexualize me more intensely? No, I won't be doing that. <laughs> that's it, baby. Do you think this match where they gathered all the Trents and all of the Dustins together, do you think mm. they should also do a Cage and Page match where they gathered all of the, the Brian Absolutely. Cages and Christian yeah. Cages and Ethan Pages and who's the other? Well, Hangman Adam un- Page. It would be unfair if they didn't do that. Yes. I think yeah. so, too. Yeah. And then there Make should be one happen. for all the mats, too. Oh, yeah. A mat match. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to say that um, Trent Seven and Kip Sabian, when they're on screen together, have a real energy of like... They are, like, rich guys trying to do dark magic. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> gathering all the Trents and the Dustins was actually some kind of oh. r- ritual. That's true. <laughs> they do have a real, like, Yale Skull and Bones Society mm-hmm. kind of energy for sure. Yeah. yeah. They're sacrificing people in the basement of their frat house. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you're really right where I am because I just read Ninth House and that's what's going on in that book. So oh. wow. you really, you connected my mind to yours <laughs> and my mind to yours. Uh, any other thoughts about the this match? What was going on with best friends, etc.? Just no. our funny boys. They did some funny They're jokes. Funny boys. They did a time. good job. I was uh, but sad that Dustin Rhodes Dustin Rhodes was denied the hug, which is the only thing I wanted yeah. to see. Yeah. Well, you can't. You can't. Some things can't really be on your bucket list. They either happen or they don't. You know. <laughs> some things you just have to live with. Some things you just have to live with. <laughs> so truly, <laughs> that is so true. I wonder where you heard that. <laughs> Um, okay, but the so the best friends are also going to be in a match on this on Dynamite or on Rampage. Rampage, Dynamite. I, I think, think it's on Rampage actually. Yeah, it's on Rampage this this very week tomorrow. I think so. Yeah, this very week tomorrow there will be a Three Kings. I love this Three Kings Christmas Casino trio trio. <laughs> <laughs> Combining three kings with a casino with three hundred thousand dollars is just like there's a lot happening. But I didn't even, even said that part yet. I was leaving until the end as a special oh, reveal for some reason. I'm I was so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> people were gonna really Spoilers. pop for that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. See, the people didn't know, and I was gonna reveal to them that the winner gets three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> The Bleacher um, recap guy was like, this sounds like a sentence made by a word generator. <laughs> Chat GPT. <laughs> Back in the biz. Do you think each $100,000 represents one of the gifts of the Magi? <gasps> oh, I love that. Oh. <laughs> huh. Gold, frankincense and myrrh, baby. What is, the, what is the cost of gold, frankincense, and myrrh in today's modern society? I guess it depends on how much. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't you be so, so impressed true. if me or Anne had that <laughs> at our fingers? And well, we're like, I'm so at, glad the you ex- asked. at the current exchange rate, I think frankincense goes at a. I think you can get myrrh pretty cheap in a hippie, you know, a, like witchcraft store. Uh, oh, at Brian Danielson's local witchcraft co-op. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Pro- producer Marjorie just nodded very seriously and was she like, did, "Yeah, I've, I've bought a lot of myrrh. It's not expensive." <laughs> oh my god, I just googled myrrh cost, and the first link is why frankincense and myrrh are so expensive. And then it says the Roman Catholic Church uses an estimated 50 metric tons of frankincense a year. Jesus. Doing rituals. Yeah, they got their censors, you know. They wow. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> Kip Sabian and Trent Seven are just Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Funny. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> anyway, so they're going to do that. Okay, we, we got to move on. And we're just going to quickly talk about... Hook had a um, he had a match on Dynamite this week. He defeated a man named Exodus Prime, who does exist, and who lost to both him and Wardlow this week, which is funny. And uh, <laughs> Hook won, and then he got shown a video of in the back, Big Bill. Don't know why that's <laughs> his name. Still was putting Jungle Boy in a dumpster, <laughs> and let's talk about the relationship here, okay? <laughs> and. I guess we should, let's talk about what we do and what we don't know. Leah, would you like to begin? I would love that. So what we know is that Jungle Boy was getting his ass kicked. And Hook came in to intervene. Hook did not speak to him. No. Hook did not, like, explain. Just held out a friendly hand, right? That's yeah, all we know. Yeah. The video that Hook was shown last night had the vibe of, I have taken what you love most <laughs> in the world. I know. That this this is gonna be the thing that's gonna <laughs> set you off. You will be hurt, and I am w- I will emotionally destroy you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. didn't I just meet? They met me last. <laughs> <laughs> they met me last week. They, they just met. 
<laughs> Hook's whole vibe, too, was very, like, oh, well, I guess I got to go get him out of another dumpster. Like, he does it, like, five to ten times a day. <laughs> like, this kid, always in a dumpster. It was, like, it was it was that, and at the same time, it was, like, a little bit, like, why are you even showing me this? <laughs> why? Okay. Yeah. He's in a dumpster. I get it. Well, I'm leaving now because we were having some timing issues on this episode and Mox has to come out literally right now. <laughs> they really were having timing issues. They were like cutting to stuff so weird. Something <laughs> weird happened, I think, early in the night. I don't even know what. But maybe Ricky talked for too long being mean to Chris Jericho. Worth it. <laughs> um, I agree. I don't. They don't have any. I don't think everything needs to be explained to us. But. I was like, if you want them to be friends who value and will rescue each other, just give me a little something, like, backstage. Like, JB is like, thanks, man, that was so nice. And Hook is kind of like, whatever. Like, that's, you right. know. It doesn't, like, I feel like sometimes when we're requesting a little bit more, like, it sounds like we're saying, like, oh, we need this 20-minute in- intensive interview segment. And it's like, you know, if you gave me 25 seconds of uh hook playing video games and offering a controller to jb like this is the like you really don't have to do a lot of work and i know they can do it because they really set up that hook and danhausen relationship with Mm -hmm. very little like actual screen time yeah it doesn't take much literally we're almost always asking for like 30 seconds to one minute (laughs) of like interaction i feel like it's like we're like we want 30 seconds that can generate for us 30 minutes of light conversation yeah and it's so easy to do because it takes so little to get us talking that video game controller thing that would really get that's great i think they've got it they've just got to be thinking about stuff like that like just the little details that really like express a lot you know yeah our spirits are broken we really just need (laughs) it our hair is getting more matted by the day oh god <laughs> okay, so uh, in honor of the, the the holiday season, we are going to play a little game. Uh, this is a new one. I like that we're doing seasonal games now. <laughs> I think we're, we're going to be coming up on some good ones again. Um, <laughs> so this game, producer Marjorie is going to hop on, which we love, and she is going to give us a randomly selected heel. Uh, from the AEW roster. And that heel is going to be our Scrooge. That is our bad Christmas Carol guy. And we are going to tell you who Scrooge's three ghosts should be from the AEW roster. (laughs) Which person is which ghost? I'm really excited about it. I'm excited. I don't know how it's going to go. but No, I mean, it could be terrible, and we might end up cutting all of this. (laughs) Yeah, if you never hear this, then you never heard this. Really bad job. I like how you explained who Scrooge was a little bit. And then I thought, I wonder if there are people out there who have like never heard this story. I don't know. I, I, di- I guess I did think, like, do I have to say more than that? But well, I don't think so. It's just a bad, it's just a bad man. He's done bad things. Mm-hmm. But it's not too late for him. That's right. It's not too late for anyone. Mm-hmm. So, producer Marjorie, ghost of Christmas present, are you with us? Hello. She's <laughs> with us. So good to see you, Marjorie. And I, you haven't been so saying nice this whole time that we're stupid, just to double check? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that's good and enough for me. Will, the tapes will show that. <laughs> Are you ready to give us a heel? Yes. Your first heel is Swerve Strickland. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Swerve. So that's does a good Keith one. Lee have to be one of the ghosts, like the ghost of Christmas no. past? Keith Lee could <laughs> be present? Marley. He could be Marley oh. a little bit. Interesting. Although Marley sinned with Scrooge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Keith Lee never did. No. no. We don't know the man who sinned with Scrooge. I guess. <laughs> sinned with Keith. Sinned with Swerve. Sinned with Swerve. <laughs> I think it might be Rick Ross. <laughs> it might be Rick Ross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, okay. he'd be a great Marley. Yeah. Okay, Rick Ross is Marley. Well, that wasn't on our list of things we had to do, but I, <laughs> I do see myself often trying to identify the Marleys, so it's a little extra yeah. something. Okay, so I, I think... think Danhausen is our first ghost. Oh, ghost of Christ- Christmas Interesting. past. The ghost of Christmas past. Make your case. Yeah. Danhausen is a little freak. He'll come up. He'll because like the thing. So Str- Swerve Strickland is in the canopy bed. He's trying to sleep. All of a mm-hmm. sudden, he hears a weird noise. He opens the curtains. Danhausen's standing there and he's like, oh, with his little hands. <laughs> with his. <laughs> so this is kind of like it's an it's an Scrooge. aesthetic. It's our first yeah. ghost. It's got to be. Yeah. It's not anything too specific. No. 
I do think the ghost of Christmas present is Keith Lee. I think yeah. that's right yeah. in, in every sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't want to cut anyone off, but I do have an idea for the ghost of Christmas future. Hit us. Mm-hmm. I think that's got to be Billy Gunn. <laughs> I think oh. it's got to be Billy Gunn. The robe is actually a crop robe, so it's cropped it. above <laughs> yeah. the above the belly button, but hooded. And he keeps holding out his finger, pointing at things, but the fingers are bandaged, or they're oh. in a scissoring. They're in a scissoring guy. That's um, really good. Foam finger. Foam finger Love scissoring. That's it. really good. Good work. Yeah. yeah. That was a pretty that was a pretty good first first try. Yeah, yeah. not bad. Okay, All great. Right. Who's our next Scrooge? Well, um, so he's technically a tweener, but <laughs> Kenny Omega. <laughs> Kenny as Scrooge <laughs> is real interesting. So I is this Marley Abushi or is Abushi no. the ghost of Christmas past? So Marley has to be the person who sinned with him. So it's either right. jointly so the Young Bucks. <laughs> oh, it's either jointly the Young Bucks or it's Don Callis. Oh, Don Callis. Don is Callis. Good. Don Callis is good. I do think it would be funny if a if Abushi is the ghost of Christmas past and keeps like taking him into the wrong homes, and Kenny has to be <laughs> like, lost no, here. I, that's where I lived. Coda, I lived over there. <laughs> like this is your first job and Kenny's like actually we're in the same country (laughs) I like that very much okay ghost of Christmas present for Kenny oh Michael Nakazawa oh yeah oh yeah or Cutler or Or Adam Cole oh my god Adam Cole Adam I feel like the ghost of Christmas present is like too well, I guess it's could very be real jolly. Adam Cole. It's not kayfabe Adam Cole, but it is true. But <laughs> jolly Adam Cole Adam in his Cole. video game chair. <laughs> uh, that's Actually, that's kind of a that's great one for oh Kenny's for present. Kenny? <laughs> that's exactly right. Yep, just sitting in a gaming chair and, you know, twitching. And he oh keeps... Oh, my God. And that's, I mean, his... He goes into looking at, like, scenes of the presence present in the twitch stream like mm, kenny mm-hmm, is sitting at his mm-hmm. at his screen adam key yep. looking at adam cole and then it's like the, 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 the videos come up on the screen leah i can see it you are the producer of the film <laughs> i mean that's beautiful work you're the cinematographer yes. that's beautiful <laughs> i do i do also just love thinking about kenny getting more and more annoyed at adam cole like just dropping little hints about his great life you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, and he's doing it totally not like just like for he's just like and Brit and I are going to her family for Christmas or whatever. And Kenny's like, eat shit. <laughs> okay, and then the ghost of Christmas yet to come for Kenny. For Kenny, who's a terrible future. I mean, Penta is just like a very funny ghost to me, oh, but I don't know yeah. that he's really Kenny's future. What if it was who's the murder grandpa? Um. <gasps> Oh, um, Suzuki? Suzuki. Suzuki. That would be good. I feel like Kenny's future is definitely Japanese. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm like, you're going to set off some rumors with that one, Anne. (laughs) Well, I have a lot of insight. What do they know? Yeah. (laughs) I think we did good work there. Yeah. I do think we need to compliment ourselves at the end of each of these. Yeah. <laughs> I need a lot of positive reinforcement. <laughs> okay. Shall we have another heel? Yeah. Let's do it. That was a great game. It was Next fun. Next up, we got Pip Sabian. <laughs> <laughs> so Penelope is his Marley. Yeah. Penelope is definitely his Marley. Absolutely. And, and that is like actually so funny, like picturing like, Penelope like walking into his bedroom with like shaking her chains but also she's like wearing heels and kind of like <laughs> flipping them around like annoyingly <laughs> that's a good mental image uh-huh oh um, dear the ghost of Christmas past is like a child in the Muppet movie I think so like I was like some negative one should be if, it, if we were doing Preston Vance negative one would be a good oh yeah, Christmas yeah. Past. Preston Vance it would be negative one mm-hmm. um Orange Cassidy has to be one of the ghosts, but I don't. Well, I was going to say that that Chuck Taylor should be the ghost of Christmas present. It's just funny. It's <laughs> 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 just funny. He's you could do all the best friends for Kip Sabian. Um, yeah, oh, you could do. That would be really oh, funny. No, you know what? Maybe it would be. Well, okay. I don't know. I think OC would be ghost of Christmas yet to come. 
because yeah, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pointing. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, Trent would be a great Ghost of Christmas Past, I think. And then... Don't you? Can't you Chuck just... Taylor as the Ghost of Christmas Present. Can't you see, like, Greg as the Ghost of Christmas Past? Like, he just keeps seeing horrible things <laughs> that Kip did, and he just looks at him, and he's like, oh, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. like, Man, that's, that's, like, pretty fucked up. That's pretty <laughs> fucked up. This more than anything I could see is like one of Kip's like Nyquil's bad dreams. <laughs> Kip woke up, Kip wakes up and he's like, "Oh my god, you'll never believe." <laughs> That's the weirdest dream. <laughs> oh, that one's really fun. <laughs> the best friends did those ghosts on BTE at one point, right? Oh, they think they did maybe. Yeah, so we just stole it from them. Well, that's okay. I love that our brains are so smooth that we got through that without realizing that we possibly were influenced. I guess I don't know for sure that I've been influenced, but (laughs) (laughs) if we forgot it, were we influenced? That's so true. If a tree falls in a forest, do these women even have brains? (laughs) Can we do one more Scrooge? One more. Yeah, this is so fun. Next Scrooge is Jade Cargill. Whoa, that's a challenge because she's not creating that many relationships. <laughs> no, that's true. Unfortunately, I know. And like, I sort of feel like <laughs> this is gonna sound so crazy because it's like nothing to do with the ghost. But like, one of the things she gets shown is like Athena, where like it's like you squashed Athena, and now Athena is <gasps> ruining people's oh. lives. You oh, yeah. did this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. I think Sunny Kiss should be one of the ghosts. Oh, oh yeah. Sunny Kiss would be a good ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. 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 Okay. Ghost and then I think Chris Statlander should be ghost of the future yet to come. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Do you think like, I guess now we, I guess we've done, it's just because it's their storylines are with each other. I'm like, are we sexist? Because girls get girl ghosts. We could make make Mark Sterling hit the present. Present. Actually, he'd be a great ghost (laughs) of Christmas present. He's going to be really good. Yeah. And he just keeps saying it's time for the main event. (laughs) That's Mark Henry. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) All the Marks should have a wrestling match. Just immediately, I was like, that is exactly what the, he's like in the Muppet movie. He's just so big and jolly. <laughs> Mark Henry would That's be a great one for casting. somebody. Yeah. I just, for a minute, I was like, yeah, Mark Sterling should say it's time for this. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now I just want to cast everyone, like, in the Muppet movie. You know, like, who, who's the mm-hmm. Bob Cratchit of the roster? Who do you let's ask this Bryce final Rensford. question. <laughs> if you did have to choose like who the best Scrooge would be. Like the Scrooge you most want to watch a Christmas carol about from AEW. Mm. Who are you choosing from this list? Cinematically and both cinematically and I think would do a good job with it, I think is MJF. Like I mm-hmm. think you know it would be really be. satisfying to have like the whole beginning of the movie being like him like literally kicking orphans in the face <laughs> the orphans <laughs> played by Dante Martin <laughs> and then like I, I don't know who, oh is Sean Spears is is Marley <laughs> no <laughs> you just want some more work for Sean Spears <laughs> just trying to get Sean Spears out here you know who the Scrooge really should be though it's it, because MJF isn't quite old enough to have the history of sin the ingrained sin mm. CM, CM Punk's your real Scrooge <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that I don't know what I hope about that. <laughs> you can always throw Tony Khan in there. Tony honestly is would not be he's not he wouldn't be a good Scrooge for that same reason where it's just like has he sinned against us? <laughs> yes, but he is young and he would be so happy to be led around by ghosts. <laughs> Yeah. I did. I did put Tony Khan on the list of possible Scrooges, though. I don't know if I you see, guys. I did listed as a heel. Yeah, in the middle of in the middle. I noticed in the middle, and I almost said something, and I I said no. If that's our random name, I want it to be a true surprise. <laughs> um, I actually think that Christian Cage maybe you could do a good. Scrooge. Oh, you could do Christian yeah, Cage. You could do a good Scrooge. About John him. Callis would be a great Scrooge. 
Except that it's hard for me to imagine him coming out the other end of the film. That's my problem with like Chris Jericho is that Chris Jericho would just be like, I've lived a very cool life. <laughs> you show Chris Jericho January 6th and he's just like, yeah, man. He's like, it ruled. No regrets. I like that now we're acting like political donations. <laughs> we don't know that he wasn't. So true. No one's investigated. <laughs> Uh, well, I had the best time with this game. I can't wait yeah. for us to play so many more seasonal games. Happy uh, holidays, everybody. Yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas, girls. Yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. We just had yesterday was the solstice. Oh. Yeah, shortest day of the year. It's all up from here. It's all uphill from here, which we've been <laughs> saying. Which we've been <laughs> saying. So on that note... And all the all and and having given all oh, of our happy, traditional best to you New and your Year. families. Oh, we won't oh, be here next we won't week. Be here on yes, on January first. That's you know we're the dumbest girls in the entire world. <laughs> we literally spent like fifteen minutes discussing <laughs> our schedule and being like, we have to tell the listeners that we're not going to be here on New Year's. And these dumb bitches would have had to make pro- <laughs> producer Marjorie have to record a little intro again. <laughs> Maybe I can make us a meme for to post for New Year's. I feel like we should do something on New Year's to give ourselves good energy for the year, even if we don't post a podcast episode. Love I'll make we something. We're to do our little ritual like we did in March, the end of March last year for some reason. Exactly. Yeah. Cast out. What, what, did, what did we keep saying? Leave it all in the Leave field. Leave it all in the field. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it worked. I think it did work. I think April, we had a, it's all right. Yeah. We had a great, great month. We did. <laughs> I think we did have Actually. that one, but we didn't. Did we do the ritual again? No, we didn't, and that was mm. our mistake. That was our mistake. We've passed yeah. it up a lot of months. So once we get out, when we end the podcast here, we'll we'll do a little ritual for the new year for yeah. before we hang up. Perfect. Um, okay, I've been Allie. I've been Ann, and I've been Leah. Nailed it that time, Ann. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was a real close thing to be right honest on the with money. You. <laughs> hey guys, this is Tunnel Talk. Our show is produced by Marjorie Voinovich. Our theme is by Chris Bergen. You can find us on Twitter at TunnelTalkPod via email at TunnelTalkPod at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And come back two weeks from now in 2023, baby, when all things will be good. Good.